Three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Grub and Seasoning. Sitting across from me is Jeremy, the bouge, the kitchen white law. Meh. Next to him is our sweet and sassy, sometimes salty showrunner, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. An in-studio guest from Bardstown Distillery, Brandon Smith. Cali country, baby. Woo! Woo! There we go. Here we go. All right, so we got an awesome episode for you guys today. We've talked about Bardstown a lot on this show, and we got one of their very own in studio with us. We're going to be talking a lot about whiskey, all a bunch of shit, anyway. <laughs> but before we get started, we're going to do what we always do, and we're going to not catch up. We're not going to catch up. We're not going to catch up. No, like usual, we do, yeah. not, we do not have an outline, so uh, we're just kind of flying <laughs> off the edge of our seat here. But Brandon, you, um, so you are living in Kentucky, yes? Yes, sir. I've been there for about eight months now. Brandon came down. He uh, wanted to come see Knoxville. He wanted to see the TRP crew more than anything. But yeah, he came just for us, really. Like, it wasn't, like this. It wasn't to see the Georgia Bulldogs beat the snot out of the Tennessee Volunteers at all, right? No. Re- reload first, dog second. Okay. Yeah, there, there it is. Absolutely. There we go. No, this has been a long time in coming. Like We've been planning this for a while. We have been. So, we talked about it. Well, tell me real quick, what, did you th- what do you think of uh, Knoxville on your first trip? Man, we had a great time. We did uh we did all the, you know, the school stuff, walked around, tailgated, had some bourbon of course. Mm-hmm. Had a few white claws cuz you know, I have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been awesome. We're coming back. I don't think the bourbon scene is as good here at at the, our restaurants as it is up where you're at. You've got to get out of the college area, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm open to it, but hey, Cotton Eye Jess, don't sleep on it. <laughs> Hey, yeah, that's, that's where we ended up last night yeah, was you gotta uh, go to after Cotton the game. Joe's. You won't have a wild time. Cotton Eye Joe's is a heavy hitter. I tried to like recommend, like like we, we met up after the game. Uh, I met up with you and your guys, and uh, I tried to recommend like a nice like local food truck park that has like uh, <laughs> locally brewed beers and stuff. Great food. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, fine, we'll go to f-ing Cotton Eye Joe's. Like, <laughs> it's a, it's a vibe. So, all right, well, tell me a little bit about you, man. Like, where are you originally from? Like, I mean, how'd you get into where you're at now with Bardstown? Yeah, man, it's been crazy. Uh, Southern California, born and raised. You know, I, I was uh, doing some cryotherapy, holistic pain management. Yeah. Uh, in the retail side, I was coaching college track and field, coaching tennis players, and kind of just had a crazy journey up to this point. But um, kind of, you know, COVID, you ever heard of that little thing? No. That bastard. That little thing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of just took a pivot with that and and was looking for something different and new, and, and I traded the beach for the bourbon and ended up in the bluegrass state. So. <sighs> Here we are. You have some experience in whiskey before going with Bardstown, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing the Daily Dram on Instagram for about six plus years now. So I kind of was, you know, behind the scenes doing whiskey centric stuff and learning about it and testing it, smelling it, tasting it, doing all the things. And right on. Well, what got you into? Because I think with bourbon and whiskeys, it's most people, like I had a guy message me the other day. And he goes, he's like, I want to get into bourbon, he goes, I, but I've not been able to do it. Please give me a bottle that you think would be a good entry level bourbon. So like, what got you into it? Like where, when did you decide for me, just a preface is I just felt like 
it was something I needed to do, and I made myself like it. I, I try. I, I mean, I went. I sat there and I would drink it. My give me acid reflux, whatever. But uh, I just kept trying it until my palate acclimated to it. Yeah, yeah. Moving to San Diego, honestly, is how I got into whiskey. Um, went down there with some buddies, and we were like, "Well, how do we celebrate? Let's drink some scotch." That sounds like what you do, right? So, <laughs> That's an adult thing to do. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I want to be like adulting. cultured. Yeah, super cultured. And uh, we just kind of went down that road, and we were like, "Man, this is really good." And you know, just kind of psycho, want to love flavors and try to reverse engineer and figure out what these are. And and I'm like, dude, we got to do this. So I'm just kind of evolved, you know, drinking whiskey with the boys and trying new stuff and inherently just ended up with uh, scotch and Japanese to start. And then I'm like, I live in America, man. We got to yeah. drink some bourbon. So America's drink. Exactly. But dude, that's exactly how I got into it was I kept trying yeah. to drink bourbon backwards and, scotch it, and, to bourbon. It, and it kept kicking me in the ass. And then a buddy of mine was going through a tough time when he brought a bottle of Glenlivet and two cigars over. And we sat on the back porch, drank that whole damn bottle. And after that, I was like, all right, there it was, it was all uphill from there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what it's about though. Right. You get, you always remember that memory with that bottle, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's tons of good whiskeys out there. I've had over a thousand, right? Like just enjoying it. Things like this, right. Coming down, like this is what it's about. And this is kind of what Jeremy and I've done. We've, we've had a lot of different, you know, really good whiskeys and good mm-hmm. memories and just good fun. Right. That's what it's about. That's, yeah. that's what I, lo- I love. You get a lot of people that are in to whiskey and into bourbons and they want to covet bottles or, you know, hoard them or something. But we all here we love to share it we with everybody. Believe it needs to be. Sh- it's an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say they taste better when they're open. Hey, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Very true. And so, that's the thing is like I collect all those bottles out there, but I collect them to drink them. Like they're not going to sit on the shelf. Like our George T. Stag, you know, I mean, it's. Yeah. We're down to the bottom. Now I will say we're, we're kind of like, okay, you have to wait for that occasion. Yeah, it is. But like, I love, I love cracking open a bottle and sharing it. And like yeah. every bottle that we crack open or any, like a new bottle or, or even higher end bourbons, um, you know, to the lower end bourbons, there's always a memory attached to each one, you know, like what cocktail you made with mm-hmm. it or where, what fire you were sitting around and with who. So like, yeah, that's what I love about bourbon. Well, her brother messaged us the other day and he's messaged her and goes, how many open bottles of whiskey do you have right now oh it's a sensitive question <laughs> yeah and i'm like all of them like yeah i'm like probably like 30 something and uh, then you count them and it's like, over uh, double uh, that oh shit yeah, we, <laughs> look, we, have, we have i think 63 or 64 bottles open he goes okay i don't feel as bad i got 72 uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i don't trust you if you don't have at least 50 of them yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. we need more i know i know so let's see here real quick um what is so you work for bardstown and you, what's your, what's your title there? Yeah. So I technically do all our digital media, right? So anything that comes out of our uh, digital channels for Facebook, Instagram, emails, kind of all those encompassing um, components of our business. Um, but also, you know, just we have a lean team. So take on things, do other, other projects, help with, uh, you know, different um, releases of whiskeys that we got coming out with, um, mm-hmm. with Dan Calloway. He's our VP of product development and, uh, Really good friend, but also just fun to just sit down in the lab and tinker with some whiskeys. And he's like a mad scientist, man. He's, man, he's is that like, Danny Bardstown? Danny Bardstown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When I was up at Bardstown, we did a class with him, uh, learning the difference between a a, a weeded whiskey and a uh, and a rye. And it was really really good, uh, awesome class that he taught us. I love. That yeah, stuff. that's that. That's the new tour. It's the newest experience. It's the blending one on one. Yeah. And uh, he's been working on that one for a while. So I'm glad you guys had fun. But it was a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, it's the new, newest attraction in town. There you go. So, can the public come and like do tours and stuff like that? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So, obviously, you can imagine it's been crazy with 
you know, with having to reduce the amount of people that we can put in the facility, but, um, our tours are booked out like months plus in advance. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely recommend making a reservation. Um, if you can't get one, shoot me an email or message me on Instagram. And we'll try to get you dialed in, but yeah, I mean, definitely book things in advance restaurant, you, you can't know, just tours. come. You can't just drive up the bars out and expect to get in on one of those tours. You can't get on the tours. Probably, you, you know, we might be able to finagle something if it's a small group. But you'll always be able to come into the bar, and and our bar is amazing. Like we don't just have bars down at our facility. We really celebrate kind of whiskey category as a whole. So you'll have, I mean, everything. Competitor producers, our contract distillers that we work with. We, yeah. we produce for over you know thirty five different clients and fifty recipes plus, and so we've got a lot of different things in there that people can try and enjoy and. And then my favorite is the vintage library. Which the whole vintage library, you are able to purchase and drink from too. Yes, Bro. Yeah. glass. He, Jer- Jeremy told us about the vintage library and it was like, you know, straight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I mean, the bottom, the bottom of the table, of the table just hit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, to have all of that, what, what was the... It's like a million dollars worth of whiskey in one room or something, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 We're always bringing in new stuff. Blow my mind. Yeah, the list is crazy, but we have whiskeys going back to about I think late 1890s. Wow. So they can really drink. Yeah, prohibition whiskeys. History in the glass, right? Like, and and they actually have the doctor recommendation, like back you know prohibition. You had to <laughs> actually RX. have a doctor. I would write be you a so yeah, on your prescription pad. Yeah. I'd be so this is like a teaspoonful every three hours or something. You know, yeah. like, I, could, I could work with that. I still recommend it. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, I gave one to my nephew one time. And he wasn't expecting it. He thought it was cough syrup. He stopped coughing though. He did. <laughs> It'll probably now, be the same. Now listen, my, granted, my my nephew is eighteen years old. So preface that. Thank you. 19, whatever. That's <laughs> um, what it was for, though. I think Started me young. That's <laughs> what it was four years old. Back in 2006. It shut uh, his ass up. So, um, do you feel like that you, since taking this job at Barstown, uh, before you had the Daily Dram, and you were, you know, neck deep into, into whiskey and bourbons, do you feel like this has expanded your knowledge even more? Do you feel like you're still learning about Whiskey oh, and bourbon man. to this day. Uh, every single day, right? Like we, it, it's amazing to go from being on the consumer side of things, having an idea of what, you know, goes into campaigns when you're working with different brands and you really see what do they want to do, right? So, you know, it, it could be McAllen or Glenlivet, right? Like you, you mentioned them, big fan of their stuff. Yeah. Um, but it could be anyone, right? A bourbon brand, anyone. And you see kind of the message that they're trying to come across with, right? So you're working on these campaigns with people. But now that I'm behind the brand itself, I mean, every single day, you know, learning how the how the labels come to process, right? Like the mm-hmm. deco on the back of the bottles. I mean, Michael Powell, our creative director, does an amazing job with, with everything he creates as well. Um, but just our whole team, you know, it's like it, it really wouldn't work without everyone involved. And, and I have a deeper appreciation for every brand. It's like I, I've never been one to like, you know, smack talk a brand or anything but like mm-hmm. it really now is like if you don't have something good to say just don't say it because there's so much work that goes into it and and i respect what everyone's doing because it is their livelihoods mm-hmm. but it's a lot of time a lot of investment and and it's it's very much a, a community effort within within the industry we as a consumer we you know that's something we smack talk brands you know, we have a, we have a particular <laughs> brand on here from Texas that we do not like. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Shots, shots fired. Envelope yeah. glue. Envelope yeah. glue. <laughs> it, we we because we do blind pours on here from time to time, and it everyone consistently said it tasted like licking an envelope. But that's uh, a bad batch. Oh, we we can talk about who it is off off record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it on there. We don't care. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone, it, it, our listeners know who it is. But um, what was I going to say? The um, 
Iron Root Hairbanger. <laughs> <laughs> That's who it was. <laughs> but no, the thing with the bourbon, the bourbon and whiskey industry is that's so great is it's as much as their competitors everyone is like a big family I've, it's that's yeah, what i that's what draws me to it even more is the fact that they're always got they always got each other's backs yeah absolutely i mean you know we we have our killer restaurant right and they did your restaurant, restaurant is killer we've I, been there i have been there oh my gosh yeah it's dynamite <laughs> it's pretty Actually, awesome Stu, we, our executive chef chef Stu, he's awesome man really good guy and he's always kind of concocting some fun stuff and working on some new specials mm-hmm. and a little bit of revolving menu items now. what's it called again it's called the kitchen and bar the yep. kitchen and bar yep that's it yeah so it's it's fun right and into that community point i mean we see everyone from the community at the, at lunch or you know we're, we stopped doing dinner for a little while just because staffing and and you know, give our team a little bit of a reprieve, but you know, you, you could see, uh, anyone in there, you know, from, from Willett to Heaven Hill and, yeah. and log still. And, and, and the, the reality of it is like, that's part of the community, right? Like we, we love to go support them and see their facilities, mm-hmm. but we also love to have them with, with us as well. So it's, it's really a good little tight community out there. Right on, man. Well, the, um, the food up there is badass. And I believe the first time I had discovery was at your restaurant at Bardstown. And, we- and bro, I, I'm sorry, you know that that things didn't work out with your previous occupation, but I think you've uh, you've come out pretty uh, smelling like a rose. I can't complain too much, man. We we work hard, but we also have a good time, right? So it, we have a it's good balance, and it's been amazing ride. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And <laughs> I, I honestly, I love it. Hell yeah! Well, why don't we take a break? And on the other side, we're going to dive more into Barstown. We may have a few pours. And, oh, not to mention, you guys, stick around because at the end of the podcast, Rapid Fire is coming back on the front of Real Recommend. So keep that going, and we'll see you on the other side. What's up, y'all? If you're listening to this podcast and you've not tried Real Rub and Seasoning yet, man, you are doing a disservice to you and your food. Guys, at ReloadRub.com, we have everything you need to up your cooking game. You want to be a better barbecuer? ReloadRub.com. You want to be that badass at the tailgate? ReloadRub.com. Listen, if you're an outdoorsman and you want to show off your wild game culinary skills, ReloadRub.com has the stuff you need to do it. So right now, head to ReloadRub.com and use code TRP21 and you can get free shipping off your entire order, y'all. So grab all the seasoning that you need to be that badass in the kitchen or in the outdoors Heck, while you're at it, grab you some swag too. ReloadRub.com. Head there right now. Use TRP21 and get everything you need for that cooking experience you deserve. Okay, guys, we're back and we have a pour. We've cracked open a bottle and I'm super excited about this one because it's, it's one that we have not had yet. I don't know if you've already I, I have had, had a, lot of, a lot of it over <laughs> one weekend. Yeah, um, so he did not bring this one back for us to try. And so today, Brandon brought us the Bardstown Fusion, is this number six? Number six, yep. Number six. Now, um, we're, we're going to taste this, but is this available for purchase right now? It is, yeah. So we um, we just released this one. We are working on number seven as well. So we put out two or three a year of the Fusions, typically. Uh, this one is a blend of three different rye mash bills. So you get a little bit of that spice with the traditional kind of honey, creamy vanilla, mm. and really nice balanced profile. So it's technically a rye then? Nope, nope. It's oh, uh, it's they're all rise. roughly like you know thirteen to eighteen percent on it. Oh, okay. So so yeah. they're technically a high rye bourbon, um, but 
yeah, okay. just a little bit, you know, and that's another cool thing too, is you can always look on the side of the bottles yep. and they'll always show the mash bill, right? Full that's, transparency mm-hmm. and is uh, one of the big pillars, what we talk about. Love so. that you guys do that. All yeah. right. 97.9 proof is the fusion series. Number six. That's right. it. Raise them up. Uh, Cheers. Salami. Salami. Salome. I really like the fusion six. It's a, it's Damn. a nice drinker. That's such a nice drinker, yeah. A little bit of spice, a little bit of balance on the creamy vanilla side, citrus. Love this one. Wow. The 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 rise that you put in this, you can you get that little. It's not too much because you know a lot of rise. The they have that that lemony spearminty flavor in the front, and there's just a hint of that and that creamy vanilla. That's a great description. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. This has such a great aftertaste. I mean, it lingers with you. Yeah. It's not too spicy either. Like like mm-hmm. like your rise will get kind of spicy on you. Not at all. Like it's still very smooth, but not like overly sweet. Like just like a high corn uh, corn nashville would be. Man, yeah, the, si- the fusions are so easy to drink. I mean, across the board, like the proofs really balanced. It's it's designed for an everyday drinker, right? And and above kind of premium version of that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's velvety. Yeah, the really nice yeah. mouthfeel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that is solid. Now, what's the MSRP on these usually? So these are about fifty-five to sixty bucks. Oh, it's so yeah. worth it. Mm-hmm. So worth it. So, like for people that are listening, if you're just getting into bourbons and whiskeys, fifty-five, sixty bucks may sound like a lot, but once you get that palate down, this is the bottle, and just based off what I'm tasting, it's never going to let you down. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. It's never going to give you up. It's. I'm going to give you one. But it's rip rolled yourself. I'm ready, baby. <laughs> Get that gospel Sunday. $55 to $60, that's usually not a premium bottle. And you're getting seriously premium flavor on this yeah. one. I mean, it's so balanced. It's solid. Like, the aftertaste goes in really smooth. You get a little bit of a bite, warms the throat, but yet There's so many bottles with you. that are in that, you know, $80 to $100 range that, that, suck. that this would walk with, you know, or be better than. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. I know, but there's ones that we've done, you know, pouring on the podcast, like our, our blind taste test of some like higher end bottles, $80, $90 bottles that like don't even hold a candle to something like this. Yeah, I the, love the, the nose on the this. The thing I love about the Fusion, right, is hence the name Fusion. Um, we actually used to go 60-40 on them. So one through four are 60-40 blends and five and six and seven, they're all 70-30. So less source product, more of our distilled product. Um, and this one, you know, the five had some four grain in it. This one has the three rise, the seven coming out later, uh, ne- early next year, that one will have like four or five different recipes in it. So wow. kind of getting to tinker with fun stuff, right? We don't, we don't have to get stuck in the same lane and produce the same thing. So really like these ones. Now, like on that note, going back to like Bardstown and stuff, y'all are relatively new to the the bourbon game, right? Um, how, how long have you guys been in Bardstown doing what you're doing? Yeah, so we just had our fifth uh, anniversary oh, wow. about a month ago. And um, we've been, you know, based, basically we were contract distilling from the get-go, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a little bit about the distillery. I mean, we're, we're 7.3 million proof gallons a year. So we're the seventh largest whiskey mm-hmm. distillery in America. We produce over, um, you know, 50 different recipes for over 30 different clients. So we work a lot of contract distillation for, for big brands. Um, you know, some of, the, some of the ones you might recognize are Blue Run, uh, yeah. Belmead, Chicken Cock, High West, um, you know, we, we've worked with a lot of different brands and, and you see them in our Rick house. You walk through there, take a tour and you'll see, you'll see them. Dude, we celebrate oh, yeah. the contract. The yep. Did you say chicken cock? Yep. Chicken hmm. cock. Huh. 
The bourbon and the rye. <laughs> I have never heard of that one. Yeah. But I he love heard the cock name. And he was like, oh, hey, hey. Did you say cock? <laughs> uh, everyone has <laughs> the same reaction. <laughs> you're, you're talking my language now, buddy. <laughs> um, it, now, it's Sunday, all right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Lord's Day. <laughs> the Lord's Day. Um, friend of the show, uh, Noah Cheek, he actually reached out to me the other day because uh, he just did a barrel pick with, uh, with a group he's out in Portland, and he was asking if Bardstown does barrel picks. And uh, you guys... Do barrel picks, correct? We do. We have a single barrel program. Um, the program is, you know, we will let people come out and they actually can reserve barrels. So mm-hmm. if they a barrel taste it and everything. Yeah, we'll, we'll pull them out. You come into the Rick House. We have a really awesome tasting experience with Jeremy's scene. I'm sure you guys might have seen it too. Yeah. The- we saw it via the Instagram. Yeah, his stories. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to get like- you back out. Just... Say when, and we'll we'll get you guys in there. Oh, oh. buddy, I call you tomorrow. So later today, we got <laughs> we're following you home. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, we do. We have a really killer tasting room. You know, you'll thieve out of barrel at the end of every single tour yeah. that you do, which is a really unique component for us. Um, but we'll lay you know five barrels out. You know, you can choose kind of from a selection of what's available, and then we'll pull those five barrels out, and then you taste them with your friends. That's so pornographic to me. I've never tasted bourbon with a like straight out of the barrel from a thieve like you haven't lived yet i haven't i know like, either by. A bucket list yeah we'll make it happen yeah straight from the bug hole <laughs> no like <laughs> i i know it's ass like we need a trp barrel that's what we need to do you just stick your mouth right to the bung hole and, yeah. and, and, and lap it up straight from the source um now when would those barrels be available for release because i know like you've told me before that bardstown is not releasing any of its own like single product until it gets to six years in your rick house so when would those barrel barrels be available like to the public for them to actually bottle and take home yeah i mean the release tentatively you know is we'd like to get it to six years but we're going to go off flavor more than anything right so we taste through these barrels all the time i mean we have you know a lot of barrels and we have about over three hundred and thirty thousand barrels right now and we're building five more rick houses and I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more built after that just to support the demand. But right. oh, yeah. Um, yeah, six years tentatively right now is what we're looking mm-hmm. for. Um, so, you know, you might come in and taste a barrel that's like eight months old. It could be two years, could be four years. I mean, it's really could be anything, right? It could be any anything that's distilled over the course of our distillation kind of history. Yeah. Um, and again, we have over 50 different recipes, right? So you go in there, you know, you go do a barrel pick at one of the other big distillers and you might have like, five different recipes that you could choose from, right? We have yeah. over 50. See, so dude, you really that, try cool stuff. That's the thing about that I think sets Bardstown apart is like, you're not going to get this again. This is it. Yep. This is your batch. And after that, it's, it, this is it. You got to stock up on the fusions, man, because uh, we've got, you know, like six seven coming we're actually doing a really cool tasting with with old danny bardstown and we're gonna we're gonna taste through like a whole blind setup of fusion and discovery and we're gonna try to see like which one truly reigns supreme kind of a deal yeah. Oh, wow yeah that's gonna be a pretty epic tasting so my question is you know like you've got fusion one through six right now seven coming do they retire or do you guys continue to make those are those available nope they're retired so once it's gone it's out the door you oh. know that's they're all unique blends right which is really cool and and they are limited production so um, we'll have flagship whiskeys that come out um, either you know hopefully hopefully 2023 but they might come out uh, you know at some point next year if, if they're ready and, and we think they're good products um, but you know once they're there, these 
these are kind of limited allocations, right? They're not going to be the full scale distribution, kind of like our flagship rye and wheat. It's like a massive single barrel. Well, yeah, because like <laughs> I'm really, I mean? yeah. really digging this number six. Like, so like if I really like it a lot, I need to get it when I can, when I find it, mm-hmm. which makes me like, I'm curious. I would love to taste the number five to the number six side by side. Yeah, like, Jeremy. Kind of blindly. So, you know. They're, they're drastically different whiskeys. <laughs> uh, five is like, I call it dangerously drinkable. It's really smooth, creamy, kind of has that really nice soft vanilla profile mm. yeah um, this Soft. one's got a little bit more of that that rye spice in there yeah. well, well we have a meal later stacy so you'll be able to uh try fusion five uh it's in my bourbon creme brulees that i made so you'll have to have a pour of fusion six with the creme brulee so you can taste the difference between the I two i mean twist my arm yeah i mean who carries a blowtorch around with them that's what i want to know <laughs> who, who doesn't carry a blowtorch around with them that's what i want to know yeah <laughs> amateurs i do a little, <laughs> a, little, a little plumbing on the side and then creme brulee at lunch you that's know it, it, you, it, it just, works out you, you need your steak seared properly he's got you now when you guys have your flagship uh bourbons come out you know your your weed mash bill or your rye mash bill will you continue to do the fusion and the discovery series and stuff like yearly maybe not as much but yeah i mean that's the goal right um mm-hmm. the fusion and discoveries they are you know the discovery is purely source product right yeah. whereas the fusion is a blend of ours and older um which is really nice because you get that young flavor profile with the olders and you kind of create that balance you're looking for um but the rye so we'll have a we'll have a 37 percent rye high bur- high rye bourbon mm-hmm. we're gonna have a 20 percent weeder and then nice. we will have a couple more sneak peeks I don't want to give away. Ah, Ooh. okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was getting aside of there. So, so those will be the flagship, right? Like all yeah. the distribution, wherever wherever we have a distribution footprint, those are going to go out. Um, and then the fusion discovery, pending we can still get the, the product to blend to the quality that we want. Mm-hmm. If we can't put out something that, that tastes as good as these, then we're not going to do it right. So. For sure. I like that. You know, the what I, what I like about what you guys have, are doing, and this is what Jeremy talk, told us when after he got back from the trip with you with y'all, is most a lot of bourbon companies want to get their product out fast as possible. Yep. Yeah. So they're putting out non-disclosed age dates, or they're putting out a four-year or whatever. Um, I always say for me, six to twelve is my my range. That's what I like my my bourbons to be at. And I think it's so smart of you all to say we're going to do minimum six years, and but then if it don't taste right, we're going to keep going. It could come out at five. I mean, it really comes down to flavor profile, right? Like, you can try some of our our rise. I think mm-hmm. we we thieved out some ninety five five out of a barrel. Um, oh yeah, we did. It, mm-hmm. I think it was four and a half that barrel. Yeah, and it could go to bottle right now. I mean, it, it really is good product. So again, it's going to come down to taste, right? Everything comes down to taste, whether it's fusion, discovery, our flagships, like collaborations. I mean, we have some killer collaborations coming out too. Yeah, um, but they all come down to taste, right? If mm-hmm. I mean, some of ours have been resting for eighteen plus months, right? Some yeah. might take eight months. I mean, some of those are better than these you know, 12, 13 years that come out. Yeah. Like you mentioned the Ferran collab, right? Yeah. The Ferran, which is one of my favorites that we've come so out with. Good. Amazing. It's an eight month finish, right? But with the cognac and that flavor profile, I mean, it just, it works at that time period. If we let it sit like the wine cast for 18 months, it's, you know, it might, it yeah. could be better, but we really loved where it was right when it was. Yeah. And when we're talking about finish, that's it aged and then we, we're putting it in a different barrel to finish it with some extra flavors. Exactly. Right. We have we have a really killer barrel program. Uh, Dan's got some oh, again, he's always tinkering in the lab. And we've got we've got barrels of Sauternes laid down. We have, you know, some Mizanara oak and we have uh, we're working on a really cool collaboration with uh, West Virginia um, Cooperage and, and we have a 
you know, a, a cherry wood. I saw in. this. Uh, the, 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 they were uh, Danny was at the the uh, the cooperage the other day, and they, they're making barrels with is, is it cherry and oak? Oh yeah. my gosh! So, so like every other stave, like like he took a picture of the inside of the barrel, and you know cherry and oak look so different. So every other stave, like one was cherry, one was oak, and it looked like you know like like a such a cool looking barrel. Like yeah. I'm interested to see what happens with that. So I mean, bourbon is so hand in hand with like smoking foods. Like if you think of that, like cherry and oak. Flavor combination. Well, they char the barrel, so you're getting that smoke flavor into oh, you get it. The like sweet from the cherry, you get the the smokiness and savoriness from that that oak. Holy crap! I saw Danny's stories, which uh, when I came up to uh, Bardstown, we went to uh, Kelvin Cooperage, and they're very old school. It's like a a dark warehouse with some sunlight coming in the roof, and like it, th- these guys are just like going at it hard. A bunch of guys. I mean, uh, you know, the, the flames are in your face, like all sort of stuff. And then I saw this one, and it was like a robotics factory where all the ro- robots are putting it together like it, it was it was such a a wild difference it was it was super entertaining to see uh just the way you can get the same product from just very very different avenues yeah, yeah. and and that's the thing right we we are modern right we're innovative we mm-hmm. we don't have to get stuck in the lane of tradition right we honor the tradition but we get the creativity Amen and flexibility yeah yeah because t- t- taking what like what they did right in the past, but then improving on it instead of just staying the same. That's what I. That's what I. I feel like is different about Barstown Distilling is you have the big some big dogs out there. You have the, the the major players that have been in it since you know God knows when, and but they have it's the same. You don't see a lot of innovation happening with that. It's just this is our recipe. This is how we do it. You know, and here's our different ages. Well. And to that point, right, like the, like the laws are designed to create maximum flavor in the spirit, right? Like if you think back in the day, like what, what was a, you know, what was maybe a barrel used for, you know, it was probably yeah. used to store things, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. They would travel across the seas. They put like fish and salt or meat mm-hmm. in a barrel, yeah. right? Like, and like then, good old fish bourbon. Can you, yeah. Can you imagine a little fish bourbon like that? Wow. I don't know. If I, we'll have to test it out. Over the yeah. Grill, you, you might have to get one of those. Fusion series down. 12. Yeah. So, so, you Tuna. know, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah. there's, there's a, there's a flexibility of getting to create things from, from different flavors. Right. So, you know, Dan's like, always like, man, what can we create from this, right? Like the ISC triple stave blend that you have, mm-hmm. right? It's an amazing whiskey. There's technically four different whiskeys in that blend with, you know, three to four different staves that are toasted to a certain level. And it's insane. Like you really will, you know, will taste and, and sample out some staves. And it's like one's like, you know, heavy char. One might be uh, like a sweet, right? And, and kind of confectionary versus like, say, a caramel and a butterscotch. Or like a mocha so you get, like or cotton yeah. candy and like bubblegum, like smells that come out of it and creamy flavor profiles or, or smoky flavor. Profiles. You can really create some fun stuff. It's weird what... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. Finish, I'm finish good. your thought. Well, it's, I just... It's crazy to think about the recipes that you can put together and the flavor. You said bubblegum. Like, how is that coming out of wood? You know what I mean? But it's, that's just part of the chemistry of it. Yeah. There's so many different chemicals inside the wood compounds, right? So when, when they toast it or they char it, you're releasing different compounds. So, you know, that's why you get the heavy kind of vanillas and a little bit of smoke from the heavy char versus say level one or two char, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then you toast the barrel. The toast is a lot longer of a process. So it takes a lot longer to get the barrel out, which is why they're more expensive. Ah. Um, but they release different compounds. So it could be, you know, uh, a few minutes, it could be a half hour. I mean, it could really, you know, be a range of time and, each one of those is going to release a very specific compound in the wood. And when you actually taste them side by side, it, it is so drastically different. You, you can't even really debate it. Right. So right. It's not, it's like, 
not an old wives tale. Like if you toast or you char your barrel different, you're getting different flavors out. It's, oh, it's absolutely. That, it's absolutely going to happen. So I just had this major epiphany. We need to take like double action and Bardstown like barrel finish it. Stick some double action, sweet and smoky rub. <laughs> some ba- barrel finished rub? Barrel aged <laughs> double action. You take one of the Bardstown empty barrels uh-huh. and we just put all of our double action in there, and just let it double soak, action in there. Let it soak up all those flavors. I'll get you a barrel, and then have that rub. Imagine what that would taste like. I Amazing! I can't imagine. I mean, uh, uh, right, right. So, um, just cliff notes before we head on into the break. You know, I know I want, a lot of you guys. You have something? No, I just, I, I, my, my, now my the gerbil in my brain is running with that barrel aged seasoning. Yeah, sounds really. Pretty, Absolutely. Pretty it would good. be amazing. So um, I know a lot of you that are listening, you guys are sending the messages and I'm always getting them like, what were you drinking? Like, what was the name of that one? Like, I have to go out and get it. Highly, highly recommend this number six. And it might be just me personally. I loved it. So super smooth going in. Very creamy, very soft, very easy to swallow. Very easy going in, but it has a great full bodied finish. Uh, very oaky, uh, caramely. Um, Highly recommend it if you see it. Bardstown uh, Bourbon Company, Fusion Number Six. six. It's just everything you want in a bourbon mm-hmm. in one bottle. Everything like, I want that the, in our decanter. The the right amount of bite, the right amount of smoothness, the right amount of flavor. Yeah, I'm and, back in that one right and now. And it's layers. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm getting because you get a lot of times with bourbons, whiskeys, whatever. You get the, uh, an amazing nose, and then it falls short, falls especially flat, yeah. in the yeah. 90s. When you're in that 90-proof range, 90 to 100, uh, it falls short. Or you get like a weird funky smell, and then it kind of, it, it, but it tastes better. It's so, it's it's almost rare to find bourbons that have both that are so good, that give you an experience on both ends yeah. of it. Just, just wait, man. We've got some cool stuff. Like, yes, we're Bardstown Bourbon Company, but we do a lot of, American whiskeys, blended right. straight whiskeys. You know, we, we take so many different flavors. We're going to pull, source good product, and then we're going to blend it and create a product that we like, right? I mean, we've got some really cool stuff coming out. And the good thing is, you're not going to get the same thing every time. That's what I like about it. It definitely keeps you on your toes and you have something to look forward to each time. I like it, but then I'm also kind of sad about it because yeah. when this is I gone, this. when this is gone, I'm going to be kind of butthurt. Yeah. I can't get it again. All right. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to crack our second bottle that Brandon brought. And we're going to talk, of course, we're TRP. We're going to talk a little food. Yeah. So stick it. around. All right. We'll see you on the other side. Woo wee. Boy, don't you wish sometimes you had a place that you could go and get the best meat every single time. Don't you hate going to the grocery store and having to sift through all the packages just looking for the perfect cut to serve to your guest? Well, guys, you ain't got to do that no more because of the TRP crew about to tell you about Haltman Family Meats. This place up here is out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and they have the best prime cuts you're ever going to get. You want fillets? Haltman Family Meat has got it. You want skirt steak? You want brisket? You want ribs? Anything that you need. To cook or barbecue, Haltman Family Meats can provide that for you, and the price is amazing, y'all. Not to mention, you can use code TRP21 and save 15% off already amazingly low prices. So guys, right now, head to HaltmanFamilyMeats.com and load up on all the best prime straight from the butcher cuts, never frozen, straight to your door. HaltmanFamilyMeats.com. Use code TRP21. 
All right, guys, so we are back from the break, and we got a brand new pour in front of us. I'm looking at it, Sugar. It's the Bardstown Discovery Series. So, number six. And I want to get a sniff of it right now, but um, it is a a little bit darker. Not not crazy, but... Now, I do have a question about this real quick. So, there's a Fusion Series, and then there's Discovery Series. What's the difference of those? Yeah, so the Fusion is going to be a Fusion blend, right, of our sourced and our house-made distillate. Uh, the Discovery Series is typically going to be always fully sourced product that we blend to a specific, you know, flavor oh. profile that we like. Um, I'm biased. I like the Discovery Series. I, I love the Fusion Series. They're great. That. But I do prefer the big, punchy kind of bourbons that come out of the Discovery Series. Six is, uh, so I'll tell you a little bit about this one. So six, I like this one a lot from a, a OCD standpoint. It's 55.55% ABV, mm. which is 111.1 proof. Yes, that's the range we like. Yeah. Yeah. So the label is literally five 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 one 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 one. So I, I like that. But that sounds like a uh, like a movie phone number or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fake phone number that you get. Give me call five five one. Call yeah. the rock at <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So this one's a blend of seven year Indiana, seventeen year Tennessee, and um, I believe thirteen year Kentucky. Seventeen year oh, Tennessee. Eleven year. What Kentucky. a good blend. Yep. Yeah. Let um, me see that jazz. Number six is that the most recent discovery? This Remember? is, yeah. So okay. this this one's going to be, you know, what you'll find through the holidays. And uh, tinkering on number seven as well right now, right? Because never stand still. That's what we do. We keep moving. I don't know why I'm on. so obsessed with their stuff. Well, I have not had one thing from Bardstown that is bad. Well, it, it's I think it's the the design that they have. But I think we're snobby. Well, we are snobby. We're kind of snobby when it comes to our taste. I think a lot of whiskey drinkers are snobby once you get into it and stuff. Like, we're not just going to drink $20 bottles of Maker's Mark, you know, all the time. But I think if you found a Bardstown, you could get it and you're going to like it. Yeah, but like Bardstown caters to that. Like, they give you all the information. They give you all the background. They give you everything you need to know about this so you can make an educated decision. It's not Grandpappy's uh, recipe from 1821 that has been sitting in a basement, which is total (gasps) BS anyway. Bro, Chacho, this discovery, this Tennessee 17 years, 84% corn. Yeah. I mean, that's, let's go. Come that's on. sweet, I'm ready baby. to taste it. All right, let's just, taste Just these. wait, Bring right? Discovery right. series, discover new things, right? Salami. 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 Oh. Enjoy. There's some smoke on that, bro. That is ridiculous. It's hot, it's but it's wow. sweet. Yeah. I did not expect it to be that sweet. Yeah. It's a big, punchy sweet whiskey. Front. Intense flavor. Oh, complex. yeah. Yeah. Back of the throat and then the, you know, the warmth, but smoky um, I, I can't tell you apple how, yeah you know how many renditions these yeah. go through too before yeah. they hit the glass like there's a reason it tastes good it's because it has been tinkered with and tinkered with and tinkered with you've told and me you know, before- that's why i feel like i can relate to it because like with reload like with our seasonings i i will not rush it we had we had plans to put out two blends this fall we weren't there yet like i'm not putting out something that's mm-hmm. subpar it has it's got the reload name on it it's going to be tasty and it's that's what i respect branded about Bardstown is like, you're not going to taste that, that weird raw wood, that popsicle stick taste. Oh, like, I mean, yeah. you can trust it and you can tell that it's just well bought, like got a full bodied flavor to it. A hundred percent. And that's for me as a whiskey and bourbon lover, I want something that has layers that's oh. like almost telling me a story. Like an onion. Yeah. Like, but sweeter and more delicious. And doesn't make you cry. Uh, <laughs> Good job, Trek. And I, and I love how we like timed this out. Like the fusion, you know, a little bit more smooth. This one's got just that little bit more like, like I'm ready for a cigar. Yeah. 
I mean, or, but or barbecue. I, but the, or barbecue, mm. right? Yeah. I gotta gotta, get, gotta smoke something. <laughs> can't smoke a cigar. We're gonna smoke some meat. Hey, smoke my meat. So, um, yeah, that's what that's what you get when you're yeah, married to someone that, on the podcast with you. That's it. Uh, <laughs> it gets but, like super sexual all the time around here, right? Know, right? You know, uh, I'm, I'm just glad that like you and I can now collab on that. Whereas <laughs> oh, yeah. like they have their thing, we can get something. Going. Don't, don't tempt me with a good yeah. time. <laughs> I'm priming the pot for later when y'all leave. <laughs> And Jeremy feels awkward on a regular basis. He doesn't. He he pokes the fire. He's like, yeah, Joel, get after it. Um, but, we, we got 30 seconds on the break. Go ahead. <laughs> That's all I need, man. On a good day, 45. But I, that the thing is with with bourbons like this is, and, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, because I don't feel like people that haven't acclimated their palates will appreciate this. You're right. You're spot on. I think that's part of the journey, right? Like you have to commit to the process. Like if you want to drink wine and you want to be a wine person, Mm -hmm. I love good wine. Don't get me wrong. Do your thing. Right. But you have to verse yourself in flavor profiles. It's like saying the same, like in a meat or a smoking kind of process. You guys be like, you know how many meats you guys smoke to cut that flavor profile, to Mm -hmm. get that bark, to get it the way you like it. What would textures, everything temperature. And that's a process. That's an art, right? The same thing goes into this. I mean, we bring our sales team, hospitality team, and they all come in to the distillery. You know, we'll pour out some samples and we'll say, hey, what do you like between these four or five options? And we'll blind taste, evaluate. That's no one the knows key. what's inside. The blind right? is where it's at. You got to blind it. You got to blind it. Because if anyone sees a label or they know what's inside or the of it, proof. you know, they're yeah. inherently going to be like, oh, don't like it. Right. But if you really try all these and I'm really excited about number seven because it has some new stuff coming as well. And you'll try it and you'll be like, damn, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Hence the name Discovery, right? It's not, we make a lot of Kentucky straight bourbon, right? Mm-hmm. We want to put different things in these bottles and give you a different option as well. So Discovery Series is the art of blending at its perfection. So amen to that. So what I'm getting is like when I first put it to my lips and I start tasting it, instantly smooth, creamy caramel. And then all of a sudden, ah, that warm, oaky, smoky in the chest. Um, now, is the discovery a little higher on the MSRP? How does that work? Yeah, so they're about $125, $130. Um, <laughs> that's they what they're, are they all higher proof? They all are. Yeah, they're yeah, all okay. going to be typically, you know, cast strength or high barrel proof. Um, that's what we like. You know, again, the prices are subjective to what the market's kind of going for obviously we want to make it you know consistent so you, you know what you're going to get you know how much you're paying kind of all those things across the board um, and then we have our collaboration series which also runs about 130 bucks a bottle um, we put out typically two or three a year really excited actually fun fact you know we we were uh, grabbing a beer before this and, yeah. and i looked in the cooler and saw the uh, founders kbs stout <laughs> yeah boy and i was like what do you know about this <laughs> oh, i know it's delicious founders. that's what i know so so in January we'll be coming out with our founders KBS Stout collaboration. No and it shit, is dynamite. That's good. gonna be awesome. So we have a guy that comes on this podcast from a time a local guy. That how many beers has he had? Almost like seven thousand. Seven thousand wow. unique, different unique beers. beers. Like yeah. yeah. So he comes on and we do these beer porns. And he, you know, KBS. it could be, and K- KBS is one the he brought to our fudge. They've got the espresso, you yeah. know. Yeah, they do it right. So that's one that he brought to our attention and it's fantastic. Amazing. And wait till you try it. It's like a chocolate covered, um, like orange peel. Mm. Like, yeah, it's so mm. delicious. Like that January? Like those gummy candied orange yeah. zest peels with yeah, the yeah, little yeah, chocolate yeah. on the side. Oh, <laughs> now what's this being, what's it going to be called? Is it a discovery or is it a? I love those so, by the way. 
verify. Is it one of the discoveries or? No, this is a collaboration series. So, so like the Ferran Cognac okay, collaboration. Okay, yeah. Yep. So this will and be the, or the Prisoners one, right? Yep. Prisoner are uh, the Prisoner was one of our most popular ones last year. Yeah. Uh, the Ferran. We so a little background story. So we are back to back double gold. San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Boom. So we won uh, double gold two years ago with Pfeiffer Pavit collaboration, the reserve. Um, and then we won last year with the Chateau de la Bade Armagnac finish, which is That's the one we had on our anniversary. Yeah, that's it. My- if y'all had it, oh, yes. you're lucky because that thing is impossible to find. Oh, it's my brother got it. Now. And he said, we're going to crack it on your anniversary. And we went out and we rented out an R- like a little vintage retro RV and we cracked that. Yeah. It, it was fantastic. Again, right, circling back to like, whiskeys and memories that's what it's all about there's so many good whiskeys but like we're gonna remember drinking these in this room in front in of the camper. reload sign hey man having some smoked meats yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it, it, that uh, is I, what's I gotta, the best about drinking bourbon yeah. i mean it really is i got a plug real quick haltman family meats uh we told him you were coming down and he hooked us up with some beautiful prime Beef short ribs. I mean, I, I saw them on the brisket on, the on grill, a stick, man. Oh, bro, Chacho. Dude. It's it's and you know they're and they're seasoned in our Magnum blend. We've got a huge skillet of of baked beans. It's a custom baked bean that that Stacy put together. It's fantastic. You're gonna you're gonna get her famous coleslaw later. Oh man, uh, I Jer- love good Jeremy's slaw. got a gauntlet of amazing dishes. Yeah, he, he, I made uh, my uh, four cheese mac and cheese, um, some reload ballistic uh, dinner rolls, and then some uh, some bourbon creme brulee. We made, we made smoked baked beans with double action. We've got Magnum on, like you said, on the short ribs. Yeah, we, we were at Cotton Eye Joe last night, <laughs> and I'm like, Jay, tell the boys what you made. And he's like <laughs> rattling off this list of things, and we're like, I'm like, damn, that sounds fire. I need that right now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So after this podcast, we're going to eat like kings and queens. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the one queen of the house. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We can there there only queens. needs to be we're, one. We're, we're, we're a non-gendered queen. podcast. Just, we can all be queens. It's yeah. 2021. Yes. <laughs> so however you feel on that particular day. Now, you guys, are, you guys have another event going on right now, the World's Top Whiskey Taster, which um, I, I, I am personal friends with one of the regional winners, actually, uh, believe it or not. Like, I, I, know, I know some famous oh, people. Uh, I flip you a fish. W- Drop it. W- w- one of the buddies I, I, I met over the, uh, the weekend up at Bardstown, um, George, uh, w- what is his Instagram handle? It's at Atlas and Mason. Atlas and Mason. Yeah. Um, I'm on him now. He is, uh, he is a hilarious dude. He was one of the guys at the weekend that I went up there with, and uh, he was having a great time. I did not realize he was such like a, an amazing whiskey taster. Uh, he, he won the regional event out in L.A., and you guys, are, are you done with the regional events right now with that program? or? Yeah, so World's Top Whiskey Taster, right? So 2021, um, second year in the program. Last year was Matt Porter, ADHD whiskey. He's yeah. hilarious, yeah. dude. I love that guy. <laughs> he really is. If you haven't watched his show, watch his videos. They're <laughs> hilarious reviews on YouTube. Uh, you can find him on Instagram as well, ADHD whiskey. Um, but yeah, George won uh, our LA regional this past week. Um, we started, so it's five regionals, okay? So we're it's the search for the 2021 World's Top Whiskey Taster. The winner gets $20,000 cash prize. This is an amazing thing that you all do. It's amazing, man. They get because you're get, bringing the Joes in. Yeah, every, I mean everyone, right? The community. That's what it's about. It's community centric. Huh? Yeah. Uh, so twenty thousand dollars cash prize. They get to do a two barrel blend with uh, master distiller Steve Nally, uh-huh. um, which will be sold as our distillery collection uh, at the distillery. And uh, they get a block party with our mobile uh, trailer that's been Holy traveling crap. around the country. Mm-hmm. Bro, Chacho, come yeah, on, it's, man. It's I, pretty sweet gig. Hey, do you? Uh, so based off what you've seen today. 
do you all have like wild card spots, you know, for like yeah. sugar pants over here? Sugar pants. We, <laughs> we, we, uh, we don't show any bias. You got to You got to go through the enrollment process. We had 5,000 entries this year. Wow. And wow. So we, you know, we chose six for each regional. So five regionals, yeah. 30 people total. Uh, we started in Chicago. Uh, we ended up in, uh, Dallas and, um, Chicago. Jeez, I can't even remember which ones we went to. Well, because we've been feeding you with alcohol and, yeah. and copious amounts of coffee. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All you've had today is coffee and, and whiskey. <laughs> hey, are you hungry? <laughs> so we did Chicago, Dallas. We, we, did it, we chartered a yacht in New York. We went down and uh, we uh, floated past Lady Liberty while people were doing the challenges. It was pretty amazing. And then uh, L.A. last week where, where George took the crown. So wow. we'll be in Atlanta next Friday. And uh, the winner from there will be the fifth and final contestant to win. And then we'll fly all the winners out to Bardstown for December 11th, the finale, which uh, will be... Um, Where are the cameras? This yeah. needs to be something that's televised. Yeah, I mean, this well, is a big deal. We, we, we need like, like ESPN reporters on the yes, side, us, like, like, us. like talking shit and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. ESPN, we, the Ocho. <laughs> we, will, we will come up, okay, for the finale, and we will be your, your color commentators. We, we have all sort of terms you probably never heard like on this show. Like, like Joel likes to really get his nose in there, in and out, in and out, so we yeah. call that nose f***ing the glass. Yes. Uh, I mean, like, I, like we, we, we can I really like, bring some color commentary to these, uh-huh. to these events for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you need on, a face of Bardstown. I mean, he's like, please never come. <laughs> You're banned. <laughs> You're gonna get Polaroids of, of, of our faces at the door. Like these guys are not allowed in. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know those guys. No, nope. uh, uh, us being a, a face of Bardstown talking about nose f-ing glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Old slutty Stace over here. That's right. I'm just just drinking. (laughs) Y'all chatting. I'm over here drinking. They're they're getting weird, and Stacey and I are just enjoying some whiskey. All all Stacey has had to eat today is one banana. It, and, and, some, and some jelly beans over here. Yeah, <laughs> Look, dude, what, what you do in the bedroom, I don't want to know about it. Right? It's a very small banana. Uh, what do they call those? A plantain. All right, yeah. So, all right, well, look, uh, why don't we take a break? And on the other side, we're going to roll straight into rapid fire question, y'all. It's been a hot minute since we got that. Also, we got yours truly, Reload Recommend. So stick around. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We're going to jump right into rapid fire questions. Brandon, I know you're new to this uh, rapid fire. We're just going to go a, a little round table, get to know you, get to know everyone here with some fun, uh, real simple, uh, easy to answer rapid fire questions. All right. So uh, today we're going to do Brandon, Joel, shit to bed, Stacy last. Right. Here we go, guys. Uh, remember, <laughs> just nice, easy, first thing to come to your mind. Uh, first question. No wrong answers. What color does the number seven smell like? Brandon. Green. Joel. Dick. Stacy. What the hell? Okay, cool. Next one. <laughs> True or false? It is okay to kick a pregnant it is okay to kick a pregnant woman as long as it's from the inside. Brandon. <laughs> true or false? False? Joel. That's hundred percent true. It's so and true. You cannot repeat answers on this, so Stacy? I was kicked many times. There you from go. From the inside. If the great North American ape, aka Bigfoot, needed to warm himself up on a cool Northwest Pacific evening, 
what whiskey would he drink? Brandon. Oh, Bardstown Discovery. Discovery, okay. Disco 6? Oh, totally the Discovery series. Oh, you, you can't repeat answers. Fusion. There you go. Stacy. And now you see why she gets her nickname. (laughs) (laughs) This next one is name that movie. What I'm going to do is describe a movie very poorly, and whoever has the answer shouts it out, out, okay? This horror movie is actually about the lies government will tell the people to keep them them ignorant and the the working class heroes that figure it out. Top Gun. (laughs) Top Gun? No. Circles. No. um, No. God, Hunted. No. This horror movie is actually about the lies the government will tell people to keep them ignorant and the working class heroes that figure it out. Squid Game. Nope. Ah. 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 Shit. Saw. Shit. It's a a buddy movie. A buddy? A buddy. It's a couple of buddies. Ah. Frickin' A. Blair Witch Project. What's the one with the damn clown? No. The Departed. Guys, remember, I'm poorly describing this movie, so it's probably not a horror movie. You said horror! Well, technically. It dumb and Dumber! It depends on how old you are. Finding Nemo. Dumb and Dumber. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. one, one, one more time or give up? Give up. Monsters, Inc. Ah! I've never seen it. I've never seen it. No? Never I've seen only it. seen it. I've seen it twice. I don't like cartoons. I've only seen it 300 times. Yeah. I don't like cartoons. It's about monsters, so technically a horror yeah, that's movie. that's kind of scary. <laughs> Would you ever go to a sketchy country line dancing bar and order food? Yes, I did it last night. You did? Okay. Yes. You they, ordered food? They ordered oh, yeah. food at well, the Cotton Eye Show. Wait, 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 wait. Chicken tenders with honey mustard. Tenders. <laughs> chicken tenders. Only took 45 minutes to get two chicken tenders, but that's okay. no big deal. Yeah, Get-chi literally bar. 45 minutes. Jo- Joel, uh, our AKA, resident. Hey, uh, what is it? Uh, Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Joel, would you do this? 100,000%. Th- Stacy? Yeah. Hell yeah, I would. Nachos. That's where I'm at. Next no, question. do not order the nachos. I did it. Fail. They, Fail? They, they were ah. lame. The guy deep fried the chips, so you had like some fresh chips, but then it was just like like squeezed cheese over the top. I was That's like, what it's supposed to be. Yeah, the, but the, it was the lame. menu says like loaded nachos, and I'm like, chips and cheese. Canned chili. <laughs> no, squeezed no, none cheese. of that. None of Nothing, that. No? Dude. It was just the cheese on the chips. Fake like, cheese. That's yeah. some bullshit right there. <laughs> discovered not in, happy about it. Discovered in 1904 by the Germans, the city of San Diego means this in German. Whale's vagina. Damn that it, is you right. Stole yeah, my you just, answer. You just nailed that one. Asshole. I'm from San Diego. That's a, so that's so a you freebie. Know, you know that one. Yeah. <laughs> I exactly. believe it's Saint Diego. Saint Diego. <laughs> discovered by the Germans. <laughs> Final question of the round: Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Brandon. Absolutely. Joel. Does a horse have a big dick? Some of them. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Stacy. Is Bardstown my new favorite obsession? Hey! There it is. There and go. that is the end of Rapid Fire Questions. Going to throw it over to Joel for... Reload Recommends. That's right, guys. So, y'all, I want to check it out right now. We're going to recommend things to you that are cool and badass. And with that being said, let's roll straight into... Reload Recommendations. Recommendations from Reload. Yeah, baby. All right, let's roll things in right now, guys. We're going to start things out with Brandon, head things over to Jeremy, roll it over to me, and end it up with Stace Face. So, Brandon, what you got? I don't know. What's the question? What's your recommendation? What is your awesome recommendation? Is Man, big. my recommendation. This is the thing we told you about five minutes before the podcast started. It, it was like, if, <laughs> if y'all come to Kentucky and come visit, we got to go to the Bodegita. 
and Mima. Okay. It is the what Cuban is house in Louisville, New Lou Butcher Town. It is amazing. What is I it? I love it. It's a Cuban house. So you go, it's I like Cuban like empanadas, like <gasps> tamales, pork. They even got a cigar lounge. So Ooh. yeah, that's, a, that's up her alley. Can we yeah. please plan this trip? It's like she, a she's it's like a local one, cigar expert on the podcast. Stacy, you know that my life doesn't there's no planning to my life outside of hunting season. It's so whatever you tell him to do. When you tell me to do something, well, it's, you it's done. <laughs> yes, yes, I am in. I am in. It, it's like a taste of Miami from one building just randomly stuck in the streets of Louisville, Kentucky. That's the love spots it, I yeah. like. Let's That's go. the spots. Yeah. I love that. Jeremy, what you got, bro? All right. I have a TV show this week. Uh, last hey. week, I told you guys TV show or movie. You pick the movie. This week's a TV show. Hey. Uh, this one is on Hulu. It is called Dope Sick. Oh. Um, it is amazing it is a, uh, a dramatization of like real life events and it is about the opioid crisis uh, that started like literally in this area they mentioned knoxville in the show um a uh, great cast um, um rosario dawson michael keaton's in it um there's like seven episodes out on hulu right now and like it has sucked me in um i've talked to a bunch of people about it uh dope sick it's about um uh, the sackler family uh when purdue pharma invented oxycontin and huh. marketed it marketed it marketed it as completely non-addictive and it was massively addicted and it ravaged the entire country and it started in uh rural west virginia in kentucky uh you know right where you're at brandon uh right in this area thanks brandon it is uh it. <laughs> it, it is really interesting to see uh the crazy behind the scenes medical stuff that went on uh, during that era, uh, salesmen just selling this uh, massively addicted opioid uh, on the open market for like things like, oh, I got a toothache. Like, well, here's 160 milligrams here's some meth. of- Have fun. Yeah, he, yeah. He, here's something that is right up there with heroin. Like it's a, it's a really, really good uh, informative um, uh, dramatization of like the events that surrounded it, the FDA and the DEA, all the, all the crazy behind the scenes stuff going on. Highly recommend checking it and out. They, they only find them like one and a half billion dollars too like nothing like compared to what they were making they were making billions and billions of dollars a year and they were just like here's a little slap on the wrist billions. they're great billions billions, billions. 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 They, they, they find them less than like what Bart, <laughs> less than what reload makes in a year off their rub i mean it was it's crazy yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. just a tad bit just, just a tad dope sick on hulu check it out okay i like that all right so my recommendation is a movie uh stacy was out on uh was, was me and just me and the boys. Mm-hmm. They fell asleep. We were going to watch Dune. Didn't happen yet. So I decided to watch my own movie. And it was Moneyball. Have y'all seen this? Yes. Great ball. It's a classic. Oh, yeah. I, I had never seen it. I always wanted to watch it. And it's a movie Do about... Do you think I would like it? Yes. Oh, you would love it. Really? Absolutely. What's it about? I, I hate sports and I loved it. So he's, Brad Pitt is a GM for the um, Oakland A's. And what he's doing is they are like the poorest team in MLB. See, and I love and so baseball. It, I love underdog stories. It's all about, this whole movie is about how Brad Pitt's character and this other guy, uh, Jonah Hill, revamped the way um, drafting happened in baseball. It's because before you they have... They used math and science. They used math and science. Before you have the Oakland A's who are have a, a budget of $40 million a year, then you get the New York Yankees who have a budget of $115 million a year. So it's how do you compete with that when you're basically a minor league team for some of these big, for the Boston Red Sox, for, for the Yankees? Because all they do is cherry pick your best players when you get them. And Shout out Dodgers. They- <laughs> you Dodgers fan? Oh, yeah. I'm a Yankees fan. Naturally. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's, I know. That's great, it's guys. Pinstripes, but <laughs> but but yeah. So what they've done is is they they use math to help 
draft great players and they re anyways watch the movie it's fantastic I enjoyed every minute of it oh yeah I'll piggyback that I love that movie <laughs> yeah so, I'd like to watch that money like, ball. The, the team in real life especially the owners are like questionable people but like you know the movie is amazing and it's a true story it's a true story yeah, you never thought. yeah. so alright girl Stacey, what you got? All right, guys. For this week's Reload Recommends, of course, Reload Recommends is a playlist we have on Spotify. Yep. Recommend going, following that. You can play that on Shuffle and while you're grilling, cleaning house, whatever. What did we say? We had a good, we had a good solid rack of ribs, cook time. It's on, about on six music. hours of co- <laughs> uh, of, of uh, playlist on there. But for this week's Reload Recommends, I have a banger of a song from Canadian rock band. Arkells from their 2020 album Campfire Cake. Uh, sorry, Campfire Chords. This is Years in the Making. That's my song for Reload Recommends. Guys, go over there, follow that playlist. I guarantee you're going to love it. We call that a vibe. Isn't that a good vibe? That's the vibe that I like going on. I mean, like... Is that a California thing? I've been bringing some (laughs) of them that have been, like, making you feel good, makes you smile, makes you happy, so... The inevitable question I always ask is, is it a mood or is it a vibe? A vibe. Mm, That was a vibe. Total vibe. vibe. I'm I'm part of the vibe tribe. The vibe tribe. I like that. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Well, speaking of vibe, we're going to ask you guys right now to vibe your ass to subscribe to us. <laughs> right now, hit that button. Do it. Do it right now. And while you're at it, give us a five-star review so you can keep listening to that little podcast. We love y'all. We'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday. Cheers. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today.